a good one, and it we was. didn't even I practice. Think it's because we both have like big cups this time. Oh yeah, and then mine's not so full that I'm like scared. Yeah, and mine's like pretty much empty. It's fine. Hi, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm She's Jen. Jennifer. <laughs> Jen. I'm so used to calling you Jennifer. I know. I went by Jennifer for so long, and it was just my family that called me Jen. And then whenever I started at work, I introduced myself as Jen from the very beginning. But it makes it a really good indicator of, like, knowing who I'm talking to (laughs) um, and, like, where they know me from. But it also really throws some people off. Yeah, because I feel like at work when I'm like, and Jennifer... Jen. Yeah, I and actually, they're like, ah, we know that you call her Jennifer. I'm like, know. okay. <laughs> it's like I actually kind of like Jen better, but it's not worth any form of, like, correction. Depends. Like, sometimes when I'm talking, like, to someone else at work, yeah, I'll reference you and I'll say Jen, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this is weird. weird. Yeah, because it's just been, I've gone by Jennifer for so long. Anyways, Anyways. Jen, what are yes. you drinking? I am finishing off my uh, white chocolate, hot chocolate from... An episode that's been recorded for the future. <laughs> it's It was gross. I know. I thought about that. I was about to say last week, and I was like, just kidding. That's a month in the future. <laughs> um, it's been gross and rainy today. I was helping to watch our neighbor's animals, and a chicken got loose, and I was chasing a chicken all around the muddy yard, and it was a day, and I wanted something cozy so I've been drinking hot chocolate. <laughs> what are you drinking, Caitlin? I'm drinking your husband's leftover tea. <laughs> well, what I'd wanted him to try. Yeah. It's not alcoholic, but it sounds it. Black it cask bourbon. Mm-hmm. It's a Harney and Sons brand. I saw it at Target yesterday. I think in an episode previous that was actually previous. Yeah. I was drinking it then, one. but it's a caffeinated one. But I've discovered that with tea levels of caffeine, if I have a small cup, mm-hmm. it doesn't do me like coffee or things like that yeah. do. So I'm able to handle like the smaller doses of caffeine. Mm-hmm. I just assume it's like me eating a bar of dark chocolate. I mean, at the end of the day, basically, yeah. So, but she really wanted her husband to try it. I did because I thought he would like it, and, and he, like, he it tastes didn't. Like dirt. But he's also, unless it's sweet tea, he's not a fan. Same with my husband. Yeah. But I mean. Or Southern. What can you do? <laughs> Fair. He drinks coffee on the regular. I've drank tea since I could drink hot drinks as a kid. So. Fair. I mean. I did not. I, my parents are not from the South. Therefore, I did not grow up swing, <laughs> drinking sweet tea. And I 100% thought it tasted like dirt. I actually still think it tastes like dirt. I don't Depends know on the type that you get and how you make it. Yeah. Every time I've tried it, it's just... Ugh. And Caitlin over here is the one that got me to actually like hot tea. Mm-hmm. Props to her. It's 100% the <laughs> We'll convert them all. <laughs> it's the sugar. Let's oh, be yeah. Real. Because I am not one of those that's like, just cream, please. I know. Um, no, give me cream <laughs> and sugar. Like, I was so scared to add a ton of sugar to my tea until you were like, no, just like, why are you putting a limit on how much sugar you can put in? You can put as much sugar in here as you want. You're an adult. <laughs> I was like, what? When I was a kid, one of my favorite breakfasts was cinnamon toast. And yes, I don't know why. Same. But my parents were mom. My mom was so stingy about the amount of cinnamon sugar. Because to me, 
you get a good, like, the nice layer of butter, just mm-hmm. enough that, like, it makes good toast. Yeah. And then you put the cinnamon sugar over it, and you yeah. cover that baby up. You do. To where after you've toasted it, the middle of the bread, some of the cinnamon sugar has not melted into the bread you put so much. Maybe. That is how you do, do you enough. put the cinnamon sugar on it before you put it in the toaster? Yeah, I use a toaster oven, not oh, a toaster. Oh, that's fair. Okay, I have never owned a toaster oven. We never had one growing up, so I was like... What? See, we have a mom did it in the oven when we didn't have a toaster. I straight up put it in the toaster, and then I take it out, butter it, and then I do like the cinnamon sugar on top. You're a butter post toast. Well, it's in the toaster. You don't butter before. No, because then it would drip down onto the it hot coils and start How much butter are you putting on bread? <laughs> Nowadays, I don't put any. Back in the day, I would put enough that then when you put the cinnamon sugar on top, then it almost makes like a, like, like the middle of a cinnamon roll, how it gets like the mixture of the butter. You put too much sugar. butter, my friend. <laughs> so that's how. It is the delicious amount. That's how my husband's family, they're like, so you're why there's crumbs in our toaster. I'm like, no, there's crumbs in your toaster because you put bread in your toaster. That's why there's crumbs I in mean, it. Yes. So, but like you put it for the amount of butter I've done is basically just enough to coat the top of the bread. You don't put too much. And you then don't... you put it in the toaster? Yes. And then it's like buttery soft stuff and not you're not scraping the what is it i don't even know what it's called you're not scraping the top layer of the toast away as you put the butter on it and then you have pieces of butter how like, long do you wait to put butter on after you take a okay, piece of toast i will admit my my attention span is not great very true okay the point is you take the toast out of the toaster and immediately put butter on and then it soaks in if it's you wait too incorrect. long then you are like scraping the top layer of toast we're gonna off. okay the next time you come to my house i'm making toast the correct way we're gonna have to like make it both ways and compare have a little i've had your way and it's wrong (laughs) i'm sorry i don't want to catch my house on fire by putting butter in the toaster but you're putting an abnormal amount of butter if you're afraid it's going to okay i don't even buy tub butter anymore we don't eat that much butter in my like married life we're like let's cut down on cholesterol so i buy plant-based butter and i only buy stick butter and i don't put tub butter on anything Oh. Toast does not See, have butter for me we anymore. Keep, we keep, we have a, a butter holder we'll on the them. counter and keep the butter out. And so, like, yeah. like if we're adding it to something, mm-hmm. but, like, I still use the spreadable butter for toast. So, yeah. back to my cinnamon sugar trauma. <laughs> <laughs> my childhood cinnamon sugar trauma. There. Okay, yes. <laughs> so, you butter the bread first uh. because that's how you correctly Fire. do it. And then, but it's in mom. Growing up, mom put it in the to, in the yeah, oven, yeah. which makes more sense. And then, that makes more and sense. she would do it. I think on broil. Oh golly, broil scares me because it's so quick. And she yeah. always left it cracked, so it didn't like broil. I've ne- I didn't start using a broiler stuff until again I got married. I had a few recipes that were like put in there for broil for long, and golly, that was terrifying because it like it cooks it. Uh-huh. So I just don't broil things anymore. I think I've used broil twice the in the last five years. It's terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. But so then you put the cinnamon sugar on next. And yes. like, of course, it sticks to the butter that you've already put Yum. on your piece of bread. Before you toast it. <laughs> That's very pointed. <laughs> Obviously, so you so I put, put it butter all on over. before the cinnamon sugar. And then the, um, the middle. Yeah. You've coated so much cinnamon sugar on there that after you put it in the oven and it toasts it and it does its little uh, magic. Okay. That the middle, it's still not like 
connected with the butter, so it's still like dry cinnamon sugar. You can see the hand motions I'm making right now. <laughs> they don't help it's, with any explanation. <laughs> it's still like, it just means there's so much that it's like the perfect, like yummy, crunchy, cinnamon mm. sugary. It's so good. And I don't know what the result of this was supposed to be. You were talking about your mom being kind of stingy with it. So, like, you couldn't put cinnamon a bunch sugar. of cinnamon sugar. Sugar. Stingy with sugar for the tea. Yes. For the tea. We have <laughs> we come go. back full circle yes. off of our rabbit trail. So, and we are eight minutes into I the know. podcast. Caitlin's what are we talking about? like the tea. So, Caitlin took his tea and is finishing it. And that's what she's drinking today. Yes. Done. Yeah. Bam. It has bourbon flavor, but no actual bourbon. No babies were harmed in the drinking of this tea. <laughs> <laughs> debate off camera <laughs> off camera i mean it's off microphone yeah see it sounds weirder when you say off microphone i'm <laughs> to the wheezing laugh my eyes are she's leaking. crying i'm sweating by the way it's we are fine. talking about my dear cold-blooded king life light i hope you're enjoying <laughs> <Yeah>. our chaos <laughs> uh it is episodes 31 through 36 35 35, 35. i got five math. increments there's a gosh, <laughs> I use calculator for every part of my life There's also a reason I was an art major and therefore only had to take one math class in college, and it was like Math 101. I had to take math for the liberal arts because I was a creative (laughs) writing major, and our first day we we did rounding, and it was fabulous. (laughs) I feel like we did something like that, And I had the professor. She was also a a part-time radio host and hosted going to a private Christian university. She hosted this sailor-mouthed foul nighttime radio show, and we would listen to it and laugh, and we're like... This woman is teaching us how to round numbers. <laughs> and then we had a section she called the dead people math, where it was like ancient Egyptian and Roman and stuff numbers. The only thing I remember is I understand Roman numbers a little better now. <laughs> you learned an entirely different form of math than Math 101 than I did. For the liberal arts. <laughs> Wait, then how did I get stuck in a Math 101 class? You're not liberal like, enough. <laughs> I was the actual art major. <laughs> Hey, writing tonight. <laughs> I was in the arts building. <laughs> so now we've spent 10 minutes of this podcast uh, talking about everything but My Dear Cobalt But now we're going to talk about My so Dear Cobalt we're going to get to it. Yeah, episode 31. Caitlin, go. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, here we go. Okay. 31. It's yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, May? This is not a hard word to start with. May is very surprised to see General Shibisaki. <laughs> His name just cracks me up. I'm sorry. We're in the giggle zone now. There's no coming back. Uh. Oh, my daughter has been a very two-year-old, two-year-old lately. So yeah. it's added to the lack of sleep that is adding to the delirium. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> May is very surprised to see General Shibisaki, I hope we're pronouncing his name right. I hope so. In her room, injured. His wound is a few days old. My contacts, oh, A few days old, but has been reopened. Um, May helps him tend, tend to it and tries to initiate small talk. She apologizes for mistaking him for Ryu. <laughs> I'm having to get my Still oxygen back. <laughs> and the general asks if, if she has feelings for him, him being Rusaki. Yes. And questions her loyalty to the Blood King. Okay, when we abbreviate it and it's BK, all I can think is Burger King and those commercials with that, like, fault-headed. For now on, I will 
quit using BK in my summer. Question your loyalty to the Burger King. <laughs> Obviously, because McDonald's is better. I don't like either. If I had to choose. They're both rotten fast fast food chains. Should I, I mean, say you're that not wrong. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's not wrong. <clears throat> Okay, May denies it, but he doesn't quite believe her, and so she changes the subject to ask about his wound. He also doesn't want to talk, but May <laughs> asks him why he approved of her joining the Corps. He tells her that Rusaki wanted it, and he trusts his judgment, and May is a little confused. She asks him why he doesn't trust her, and he tells her that the Blood King, <laughs> the Burger King, <laughs> is just toying with her because he would never actually be engaged to a filth engaged. <laughs> engaged to a filthy peasant and he doesn't care if that hurts her feelings or not. May's feelings are hurt and the general goes to leave. She grabs his arm and he throws her off and pins her to the ground. This happens a lot to her. (laughs) Warning her to not touch him again. May goes to tell Katsu what happened and the guards let her in and then are dismissed and she walks in while Katsu is dressing. She sees his scars and can't look away. Also should mention she complimented Shibisaki's hair slash compared it to Rusaki, which is relevant later in the next episode yeah. or two. So there we go. That's our 31 summary amidst the lots of giggling. <laughs> it was a good one. It was a good one. <clears throat> mm. Um, But I don't think I put it in my notes, mm-hmm. but also in addition of her being like, this looks like recent trauma. Is it trauma? Because we know he's tied to Kazuki, Big Bad. He's tied uh-huh. to Mr. Big Bad, yeah. whose name I can't pronounce. <laughs> That's um, why we call him the Big Bad. <laughs> so, is it trauma from stuff with him, or is trauma from where he recently fought, um, where Katsu? Oh, that was a that was a few more days ago than. But it does seem like the it could have been old and it's just could have been originally from that because she said it looks like recent trauma reopened it. Which I mean, he looks like he's over thirty. He could have turned the wrong way and it just reopened, (laughs) or he could have been like sparring and like training. Oh, true. And that reopened it. You know, he is he is a general. They do have to train. I I mean, if you see like how Rue and May are clear answer, Caitlin. Um, I think it's so awkward, or it would be so awkward, when everyone that you're not close to is just, like, discussing your feelings for different people. Right? <laughs> like, her, be... her love life is totally the subject of the palace. Oh, yeah, it's like their own reality show, but then he's talking see, with her she about she didn't a, come back to her house? Which one do you like better? <laughs> you know, I think both of them having black hair, just, it's so complimentary to each other. <laughs> Or with the white hair, they're like yin and yang. <laughs> it really is like a reality show in the palace. That's phenomenal. Um, Love is blind, Blood King edition. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they just came up with another episode of that where it's like, after the season's over. Oh, and, and it's I like, saw an ad for nobody's it. together. Yeah, I think there was like one, one or two. But then everyone was like, these people are like real sketch and they should not together and then everyone else like cheated on each other within like two seconds and i was like this is dumb i'm glad that i quit watching after three episodes anyways yeah okay so also but the general's comment about her and rusaki sleeping in the same bed Mm -hmm. isn't unfounded based on how rue talks to her yeah and even though when we've seen him around other um soldiers Mm -hmm. he's defended her 
Yeah. And been totally appropriate in any talk about her. Yeah. The only time it's ever slipped is when he's talked with Katsu. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because it only happens around her, so they only see that if he's around her because yeah. otherwise he's, like, being totally appropriate with her. Yeah. And I think that General Shibisaki is high enough up in the ranks, too, that he's around to see that. Yeah. Because any of the lower-ranking people, like, wouldn't be allowed to be around when yeah. that's happening. Especially because is, isn't Lieutenant General or a Lieutenant a step below General? So I think so. Technically, in, like, the lineup of mm-hmm. core hierarchy... General Shibasaki would be above, above Rusaki. I think so. Even though Rusaki's kind of actually above General Shibasaki. But I think that's like part of the hiding in plain sight type of thing. Probably. Too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. My <laughs> ring just scraped the door. No worries. And then also, I do not like how he looked at her. And if I remember right, he ended up, like, having some sort of feel. Shibizaki had some sort of feelings for me. Really? If I'm remembering right, I could be remembering wrong. I don't remember It's that. been a while since I read the beginning, as we've talked about. Because yeah. I've been loving the reread. Same. Um, but if I remember right, he did have a bit of feelings for her. And that's why he didn't like that she said, your hair's kind of like your stockies. I like it. So he's like, let me uh, cut it all off. off. Yeah. <laughs> um... I thought the the accusations of disloyalty, like, that can be some serious blackmail mm-hmm. material or just even, like, that's some very serious repercussions accusing her of liking someone else other than the yeah. king that she is engaged Which to. Which is furthering what Hayashi wants because he wants there to be suspicion of infidelity yeah. with Rusaki. And it seems like it's already kind of out there, too. Mm-hmm. At least amongst... The people that could keep it quiet if they chose to. Yeah. Um, but then I also don't like how he looked at her, and there was mm-hmm. no need for him to push her down like that. No. That and to stay there like that if yeah. he feels nothing for her, as he said, either nothing or mm-hmm. just more like, what's your point here? Yeah. Like, what use are you? Yeah. Um, my next thing is when she's asking him all these questions, it, like, goes back to, like, May, you're a peasant. No one has to answer any of your questions. And, like, frankly, you're just really nosy. Like, you are also asking him <laughs> some very personal mm-hmm. questions, and he has every right to not want to talk to you. So I feel like in this situation, he didn't really need to answer anything. There's other situations where she's been inquiring mm-hmm. about things that I think she should have answers to, and it's just... To me, it's it's because it it involves her welfare. It yes. involves stuff that she's directly involved in. So I feel like in that case, so she has she the right to answer. Yeah, but they don't have to answer her. See, I she think is a peasant. Answer. Peasants I, don't always deserve answers. Yeah, but like from kings, if it's directly, it doesn't have to go deep into like. I think we talked about this last episode too, Probably. and it was the same conversation <laughs> of I, it doesn't have to go into state secrets. It doesn't have to go any further than what her involvement is and make it clear because the problem is nobody's been clear with her. There's been, and I think even if it would all be clear in one direction, they would just choose one story to go with, even if it's not necessarily the truth, Mm -hmm. she wouldn't feel so like tossed around and so unsteady because it would be like one clear answer. And so far she's not gotten a clear answer from Katsu, Rusaki or Shibisaki. And she's gotten totally different vibes from all three. Yeah. But, you know, the the general agrees with me that 
She is a, a peasant. peasant. She, and she a is peasant. A peasant, specifically. <laughs> well, but at least he was honest with her. Which is more than Katsu or Rusaki at this point have totally been with her. Yeah. Rusaki's been honest in a way that benefits him and Katsu. Yeah. And more so him. I kind of hated <laughs> that this read-through, I was like, why Why am I not disagreeing with the general? <laughs> like, yeah. Why is he so much more relatable this time through? <laughs> We're all just like, people suck. I know, it's like the, I'm grumpy and please don't talk to me and you're bugging me, leave me alone. I'm like, oh, why am I the general? <laughs> this is probably not a good thing. Uh, um, and then, uh, so we skip to where she's um, going to see Katsu. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> so, whoa there, Mage. Just uh-huh. ogling his back. I know. <laughs> I think the first time through I was like, whoo. Like, man, look at the muscles. I want them together. Like, yay, plot. And this time I'm like, eh. <laughs> like, yeah. There's a better one soon. Katsu is nice looking, but <laughs> no. There's a better one later. <laughs> and also, your personalities just don't jive. Precisely. So. You just don't. Let's if you were on Dancing the, like, with the Stars and you got the jive, Lynn Goodman would give you a four. <laughs> Which, we do watch Dancing with the Stars at our house. That's our choice of trash TV, which is not only trash, but... It's fine. Every time I feel like I tell you, oh, I'm watching this, like, terrible trash TV show. I can't believe I'm watching it. I, like, quit immediately. So, like I said, I didn't realize I had only actually watched three episodes. I, just, I think I watched that much of Love is Blind and got bored and I with like, it. Uh, I was like, annoying. none of these people are going to stay together. I know. But then I did have one more... Oh. My last comment was still about Katsum. Mm. Was... I'm pretty sure he knows exactly what he's doing. He was like, otherwise he would have said, give me a moment and you can come in. But no, he dismisses his guards. All right, y'all, how long get? Uh He's like, I know exactly how little clothes I have on. (laughs) Episode 32, we keep talking about toast. <laughs> Excuse me. We'll mm. settle this debate before the next time we record. I know. We're gonna have to try both, and we'll report back. And if your toaster catches on fire, I'm gonna say I, I can tell you won't so. because you we only have a toaster right oven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, episode thirty-two. <laughs> May is staring at Katsu while he dresses, and he asks her why she's there. May is blushing hard and has trouble speaking. She offers to come back later, but he tells her there's no need. <laughs> May asks him to cover up a little more. But why? You're a Katsu right now. You're engaged. But Katsu tells her that she's seen him like this before and asks why it's an you issue now. You mean naked in the spa? I referenced that in my comments. <laughs> May thinks back to their kiss, which she still thinks is a dream and has a hard time answering. I can see why she'd be embarrassed though, thinking it's just a dream because then it feels yeah. more one-sided. Yeah, because then it's like she had a... A dream, Wiggles Eyebrows, about... <laughs> a moderately naughty dream that went Basically, nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> but in her head, it's pretty naughty. <laughs> well, yeah, she blushes when he's showing a bit of chest. I don't know, that goes down pretty far. Oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> it ties, like, um, Jossie's garment at that episode. They are wearing some risque robes. He must have that robe tape, too, because, like, that was that <laughs> that gaping open. 
um, continuing. Anyways, she finally brings up the general and cold water, um, but she decides to carefully consider her it's words. It's making me think of, I've got White Christmas in my head where they're singing the song about the general at the end. Oh, like the movie White Christmas. Yeah. And oh. I keep thinking something about the general. There's something about it. Something like that. I don't yeah. remember the. I've only seen the movie, movie like twice. I love but at it. the end, that's one of those ones we try and watch every year. Yeah, but at the, the end, older I get, singing the, about the I know. General. The older I get, the more that like kind of makes me cry a little bit. I just appreciate the dancing. It's so yeah. good. Also, the women are tiny. Bing I could Crosby, never. The the voice. Apparently, he's like actually not a, a great human. A being. crappy human. Yeah. yeah but but anyways, um, <clears throat> she tells Katsu that the general. <laughs> off topic. I know this whole episode's gonna be like this. <laughs> super chaotic. She tells Katsu that the general is skeptical of their arrangement and asks if there's anything that he or they can do to earn his trust. Katsu asks if that's the only reason she came to his room because that seems like a pretty minor issue. <laughs> Agreed. But I mean, she did censor herself. Yeah. She could have made it seem more serious, but she also could have sounded a lot more like whiny about it. <laughs> so she worded yeah. that a lot better than she could have. That's so that's a good thing. Uh, May brings up that she knows about the decoy arrangement with Rue, and she has questions. She wants to know why she's here and why she's being given opportunities. Katsu tells her that he's surprised she's been kept in the dark, but that it's not his place to say any more. She continues asking questions about Rue and the power dynamic, but Katsu shuts her down and tells her that she's a fake bride and should remember her place. <laughs> he asks her to leave and refuses to answer any more of her questions. May tries to get a rise out of him by questioning his authority, power, and feeling towards feelings towards her and accuses him of being weak. Rude. Katsu has, you, shots fired. But really, <laughs> Katsu has flashbacks of his father beating him, telling that, him that he's weak and not his son, and Katsu is trying to show his worth to his father. May threatens to leave and gets into Katsu's space, so he finally responds by telling her that he would hunt her down and show her what happens to those who defy him. He left out where he pulled her very close. <laughs> this is the Jen version. <laughs> and including the sauce. <laughs> May says that he might have gone too far. Um, yes, yes. But Katsu tells her that he knew what she was doing this whole time and trying to provoke him and that he likes her boldness, eyebrow wiggle, <laughs> and <laughs> asks how far she's willing to take it. Honestly, I could never see Katsu actually wiggling his eyebrows. Uh, no, no. that was the, I would. That was the, my oh, eyebrow I know. wiggle. Okay. I know. Yeah, but I'm like, could he ever? I don't think I don't he I would. I feel like, the, like his forehead I, is just like Botox where it's like only eyebrows move up or down and like scowl or surprise. I feel like he would think it's a... um. Too much a emotion. facial emotion that's below like, him. Spock. <laughs> we do not allow happiness here. <laughs> no human emotion. No human emotion. Uh, May says that she'll just go back to her room and retreats, leaving Kasu frustrated. He remembers when he was first given the Blood King mask. <laughs> I have BK here too. So Caitlin's over here like, Burger King mask! <laughs> By a red-headed man named Yuda. I loved this reveal. And how they discussed separating the identity of the Blood King to be associated to wearing the mask. Dun, dun, Which dun. is an interesting technique to, like, separate basically two halves of yourself. It's, like, kind of dissociative. It's mm -hmm. really interesting. 
Um, I think it's hilarious that our first comments are about the robe slash cape slash cloak situation. <laughs> Is that a robe, a cloak? I know, and my it's comment was like, please cover up more. <laughs> <laughs> I love the comparison back to Jossie, though. That was a really good Well, I comment. noticed because that's when he asked Hila to help him. He's like, I don't know how to work human uh, clothes. Sure Never mind that you've been living uh-huh. in and out of the human world. But, you know, Casey anyway. has a point that, like, they were in a bathhouse together. There was no bubbles there. Like, you could have seen a whole lot. Like, he's wearing more now than he was that day. And, I mean, she's appreciated it both times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Blushing all the times. So, he's she's not wrong. permanently a tomato. Basically, yeah. And I was like, yeah, basically, she's got the hots for him. She totally does. Yeah. And, you know, I, I feel like also Katsu isn't wrong, but she is a fake bride. It's it's not it's her that place. That's peasant thing. Yeah, it's not her place to know how the king's power dynamic works. Like, that, like it would not be my place to go to my boss who is running the company and be like, I want to know how you interact with our, um, like, VP of technical operations whoa not my place at all like i am a lowly programmer and i'm very happy to be there it is not my place to question that (laughs) Mm -hmm. it just feels really like but see like i felt to know her place sometimes where she the general (laughs) didn't need to answer her questions i felt like some of her questions to katsu were a little bit more relevant to her well-being so he could have easily turned the question around to where it related to her welfare and Mm -hmm. left out what she didn't need to know. Yeah. So I was like, okay, she does need to know some of this. Just, she needs to, I mean, she needs to grasp it. She doesn't need to know all of it. Yeah. But just give her straight up answers concerning herself because she stopped bugging Rusaki when he was straight up with her. Yeah. About certain portions. Now, she doesn't know that there's some stuff that he kind of left out, but mm-hmm. it's stuff that she doesn't have business knowing and it's not his place to tell either. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> and I felt like May was just really out of line in this episode. So we joked a lot about last time, about how all the guys were being a bit out of line in their actions towards May. But it kind of gets flipped this episode where I feel like May is really out of line in how she's treating Katsu. Yeah, specifically just Katsu. Yeah, because... I mean, when does that type of behavior actually get you what you want and you no. walk away feeling okay about yourself? Yeah, literally she was pushing him, but she pushed a little too far. She was being straight up insulting, and I, yeah, that was a yeah. When she was like, "Well, you're just being weak." She doesn't know what he's, she doesn't know what he's dealt with, and that's one of my notes. It's like right now, I guess we're thinking that the previous blood king is Katsu's father, Mm -hmm. but we know that he's not. He was just raised as his father, and so, like, that's just. Him responding and saying, I will be worthy is so heartbreaking. Yeah. Like we were talking about in the future episode of Crank <laughs> yes, <Rats>. in the future. <laughs> about like a father's approval. Mm-hmm. How big of a difference it makes and in your life. It's it's the same thing here. It's not his birth father. But he doesn't know but, that. Yeah, it's it's who he has been raised to see as his father because he's being raised as the next blood king. Yeah. And it's just it's so heartbreaking to see him say, I will be, I will be worthy. And then seeing someone who's... But he struggles so... He's such yeah. a gentle soul. He struggles with yeah. the bloodshed that it, that it takes for the type of rule mm-hmm. that 
the previous Blood King was expecting. And I think that's such a great segue into the fact, like, the reveal of the true Yuda and the mm-hmm. fact that the big bad was this friend in the past who helps him kind of compartmentalize mm-hmm. the different identities that he has to take on to do his job. And I just loved that reveal. <laughs> I 100% I forgot about I had forgotten that this. his name, that that's where he got the name. Yeah. I knew it wasn't Katsu's name, but I had forgotten that that's where he'd gotten the Yuta. I forgot 100% of this like plotline part. That he was a friend from the past, that that's where he got the name. I always remember I that he was all. a friend with Mei, and that Rusaki had a connection to him because of Shiori. But totally forgot about the Katsu connection. Aww, Everybody's connected. So good. <laughs> Episode 33. Rue is staring at May in their, her bed. Waiting. <laughs> <laughs> the spicy insert comment here. Yeah, I think these are my notes too. I just didn't plug oh. it in. Yeah. Because oh, I think okay. those are the ones I, that I got done before you did when I plugged Probably. the summary in. Oh, yeah. Um, waiting for her to wake up. When she does, he yep, boops her on the nose. Because <laughs> the more descriptive it does language. Say boop, yeah. Boops her on the nose and she punches him in the face. <laughs> He tells her they're going to have more training and leaves her room. We find out that it's been a week since she went to Katsu's room with her questions, and she's had no communication with him since. She decides she has to get Ryu to trust her, and to do that, she has to be as sly as him, since being direct will not get her answers. We jump to Ryu arriving at the dojo, and he tells Shibisaki he likes his new hairstyle. (laughs) Ryu and Katsu talk about how they have been acting with Mei. Ryu says he wouldn't mind if Mei made her way into his bed at some point <laughs> in all of this to rile Katsu up, although I don't think he's lying, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and make him realize that he also does have feelings for her. Katsu asks Ryu if he will ever tire of seeking vengeance, and he answers that all three of them have a reason to hate Kozu- Kozuke? Kozu- Kozuki? Big Kozuke? Bad. Yeah. Yeah. The redhead. The big bad. <laughs> they make veiled cuts at each other's personal scars before we jump back to May receiving a letter from her secret admirer. <laughs> Turns out that he's nearby and wants to talk oh with May. Yes. You get to really ambassador yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, that was not planned either, but I love it. <laughs> so I just freaked out. I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds so perfect. perfect. <laughs> what excellent boiled potatoes. <laughs> I need to watch that movie forever, again. Mr. Collins. Mr. Collins, he will consider it an impertinence. (laughs) That was too good. How many times have I watched that movie? An acceptable amount. (laughs) Inconceivable. Different movie. Princess Bride. I've also watched that quite a few times. Also good. (laughs) So, the backgrounds and May's hair. Okay, you want to know something? Rusaki would totally be Wesley. As As you wish. about to stab herself and he talks about there's a shortage of perfect chests in this world and it would be a shame for hers to be damaged. I was like, mm, yes, yes. That's totally Rusaki. I mean, especially because as she wakes up, Rusaki is looking at her, smiling at her I like, know. hi wifey. And isn't there that scene in The Princess Fight? Yes, where Buttercup wakes up and Westley is like, laying in bed beside her but he's like still partially dead paralyzed yeah and so she's like trying to kiss on him and he's just like oof (laughs) he's like I cannot move (laughs) okay anyways continue um, the backgrounds and I loved uh 
May's hair oh, in this yeah. one. I My hair never so looks like that on the pretty. pillow. Yeah, no. But, it was but mine's also curly, so it looks more well, like a bird's I nest. I have straight hair that's like kind of wavy-ish, curly-ish, and it, yeah, it doesn't look like that. <laughs> she's discovered Flowing luscious but, locks. Yeah. But everybody in this comic has flowing I luscious know. locks. There, I feel like there's so many comments in these about like, what conditioner do they use? <laughs> Bring, let me know. know. It can't be suave. <laughs> I thought Rue just looked so in love with May at this point when he's mm-hmm. just sitting there staring at her well, watching her sleep. She's it's not so awake. Cute. Yeah. He doesn't have to keep up a facade. Yeah. And you can just see all over his face how much he really cares. I love it so And much. I think it's still mixing over with his like previous love and I think yeah. he's still conflating the feelings a bit. Mm. But it doesn't mean his feelings for May aren't there either. Yeah. Um, But it's also kind of creepy kind of cute Precisely. to be there when she wakes up. But the yeah. boop. I think the boop Makes, makes it, it okay creepy, yeah. because he it's clear that he's not there with any nefarious intentions. Yeah, and he wakes her up with the <laughs> Yeah, and it's not like he was like snuggled up against her underneath the covers And he wasn't either. kissing on her either. Yeah, where she thinks <laughs> it's <Cat> a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Calling you out. Okay, and then she's getting ready. Yes. Why tie your hair up and leave the front pieces out? <laughs> I remember you saying that. <laughs> Why? Agreed. Uh, I mean... If if it's a fashion choice and you're just doing your hair, fine. Mm-hmm. You're going for training. But You've got long, luscious locks. <laughs> it's be in your face. That's totally something that the opponent could grab and yank yeah. and incapacitate you because yeah. you're, you, he's literally holding your head hostage by your hair. Mm-hmm. And either way, it's going to hurt. Poor choices <laughs> in the hair department that day. I mean, it does look nice. Oh, it looks great. Yeah. However, in battle, poor choices. She probably would look great in battle, too, until somebody probably, grabbed her yeah, hair. And then she would be regretting her life. <laughs> Buns for life. <laughs> Except <laughs> if I start running and I have a bun in my hair, it quickly bounces out. It doesn't ever hold. Does it? Even just like the hair bow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? Actually, mine does, too. But I think part of that is because my hair is so thick. Mm. The See, if I just do a ponytail, I look like I have a poodle I mean, chasing me. Example here. I haven't even been running around and it's falling out. <laughs> Poodle. I just I just registered your poodle comment. <laughs> it really does. Because, like, you know, people with straight hair, mm-hmm. they put their hair in a ponytail, and it's, mm-hmm. like, slick, and, like, it looks nice. And I, if my hair's straight, and then I put my hair in a ponytail, it, like, looks nice. And if I put my hair in a ponytail, this when it's curly, of that, like, I've got, it looks like a poodle chasing me. It just reminds me of that meme, though. It sticks out from like, behind my head. How do all these celebrities have nice, sleek ponytails? Because when I put my hair in a low ponytail, I just look like a founding father. father. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. Uh. I, don't have a, I don't have, like, an army of makeup artists and hairstylists fixing, fixing my hair up. <laughs> um, I Anyways. totally forgot that the general cut his hair, staying on the hair topic. Mm, um, yeah. And I just think that's so funny where she's like, I like it. And he's like, it's going away forever. <laughs> yeah, we're we're taking this off. <laughs> yeah. Where I don't want to look like Rusaki. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that there's just so much jealousy in this room whenever Katsu mm. and Rue are talking with each other. Lots and like posturing. Act- yeah. It's just... <laughs> My daughter's yelling in the background. <laughs> <laughs> And I loved that Rue, although it's like he kind of means the words he's saying, he's like trying to get Katsu to feel his feelings. <laughs> Just like feel the things. And I, I'm glad yeah. that he is trying to force that out of him. 
And I don't know that Rusaki's doing it so Katsu necessarily realizes how he feels and acts on it. Mm -hmm. I think he's almost doing it so he hopes it gets it out of Katsu's system. (laughs) He knows that he is not the final one. I'm in game, sir. (laughs) Let's get your story over with faster. Um, And so it's interesting that Katsu says that isn't what he meant by Rusaki could have her. Mm -hmm. So in this context, because we saw that flashback where it showed you can have... So what in this context... What else could that have meant? That's the only other context. Like, that's the only other thing I can think of. Yeah. I cannot think of any other, you know, way that that would make sense. Make yeah. Make sense. She's playing on the piano now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's cute. She's, she's had a bad habit of putting her feet on it. And we have, it's been a constant rule. You can bang on the piano all you want, but mm-hmm. fingers only. Because she get, like, books or stuff. And now she's gotten yeah. where she'll stand on the her balance has achieved a level where she can stand on one foot on the piano bench and then stick her other foot. But I'm like, we have to get over there and snatch her away. Because I'm also afraid of her falling from yeah, that because yeah. it still has her standing up. on one foot. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, this episode. <laughs> Two year old side sidebar. I know. Back to Katsu. Um, I'm glad that they brought up that all three of those men have a reason to hate the big bad. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really great. Plot and point. that May does too. It sounds yeah. like they know she's got some sort of connection that mm-hmm. she doesn't realize she has yet either, because she doesn't realize who that is. Yeah, and but they also know like about her brother, mm-hmm. and that that's reason Tied why. With that, yeah. yeah, I love that they they brought that up because that introduces a really great plot point for us on like We're why we all care. in this together. <laughs> Every movie reference will be in this one episode. <laughs> We're back to Disney. <laughs> we never stray too far. <laughs> Uh, oh, and then the letter from the secret admirer when there's that wounded <laughs> fawn. I was like, oh, golly. <laughs> I'm so excited to read My this last comment summer. was all caps, and it was, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> the ambassador. to me you're on your own awesome wow I love episode 34 oh, I have George. started something terrible you've got to watch Hamilton you've got to watch it I reference it too much you do you really do not too much you reference it a lot I just meant that you reference it a lot so I feel like I need to understand my face is a tomato because I'm roasting from all the laughter I am roasting too um Okay, episode 34. 34, May finally meets her secret admirer, and it's the ambassador! You forgot the dot, dot, dot. Oh. <laughs> I did not want to leave, like, three seconds of dead space and just silence. Why not? The ambassador! <laughs> I was like, she's gonna do it. <laughs> you know me too well. May is shocked, stunned, and slightly embarrassed at the sight of the ambassador holding a ship in a bottle. <laughs> They're shipping containers. Oh, I was going for like <laughs> metaphorical yeah. that the ship is contained in this like environment that's only in the ambassador's mind. But also, the hairbrush song from Veggie Tales, shocked, 
What is it? Wait, 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 it's a shocked tone and slightly embarrassed at the sight of Larry in a towel. Bob regains his composure. <laughs> Why do you need a hair, but she don't have any hair? Oh, golly, I haven't those in ages. <laughs> Tell me you were raised in a Baptist home as a child without telling me. <laughs> you didn't have to tell it, you sang it. <laughs> Okay. I should have okay. worn short sleeves. I know. I am wearing a full sweatsuit, so. <laughs> wow, I sound like an old lady. <laughs> I'm in my purple sweatpants. <laughs> okay, okay. <clears throat> okay. We just did a cough in the same tone. <laughs> the ambassador goes on a delusional explanation of why he and May cannot be together. <laughs> Rue shows up immediately after the ambassador leaves and says that he totally saw all of that. May tells him that she's relieved that he finally admitted his love and accepted his defeat all within minutes and she didn't have to do anything. She then uses Rue's name whenever she tells him that she's done for the day and Rue blushes. He bugs her. About she snorted. <laughs> it's fine, I like snotted. My so. baby is like... <laughs> What's happening? How many earthquakes are going on right now? All of them. <laughs> We're having fun. <laughs> oh, get used to it. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, Ryusaki bugs her about finally using his name and asks her to say it again, which just reminds me of that Jossie post that you made. Laugh, Laugh again. again. <laughs> she refuses, and the ambassador shows back up to let her know that she and her family have been invited to dine with Katsu. May asks Rue which one of them she will actually see this evening, and he tells her both, but doesn't explain what the banquet is for. We jump to Rue, uh, not Rue, <laughs> May's father receiving a letter from Katsu that mentions telling her, uh, assumedly May, someday, since it isn't Katsu's place, and that he wants to honor him and his son. Man. The that reveal, eyes. I know, the reveal killed me. Like, it was such romantic lighting. There was such suspense. He's holding her hands. I am still just, like, dying over this plot line. Like, it is my comedic favorite. Gold. It really is. Like, oh, golly. The, there's more romance in this one scene. All than, like, within the ambassador. Than the entire first season, I think. All just, like. Yeah, the, 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 ambassador the ambassador by himself. He has like the floating hair and the breeze. When the he first shows up, you don't even see his face at first. Yeah. You just see the hair, the hair flip. blowing in the wind. It's so I was good. cackling from Gold. the get go. Gold. And then when Rue is over there reviewing the ambassador's performance, I was like, "That's that's true friendship right there." Right. Like, you're over there, and you're just like your friend got. Like proposed to declaration but that May's of love. not embarrassed about it, and she's oh, like yeah. at the same level of like, yeah, Did that was that was happened. That was awkward. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Collins' proposal. <laughs> Mr. Bennett, you must make Lucy marry Mr. Collins. She swore she will not have him, and now the danger is he will not have her. <laughs> oh, you're too good at quoting this. But there's never any danger. <laughs> That the ambassador would not take May. Oh, he would take her in a heartbeat. He would say, you must turn the lights again. I know. And he would make it happen. I would And it would totally be a traceable to trail. <laughs> an extra episode that's like, what, like in the ambassador's daydream about what if she said yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, I loved Rue's reaction to May using his name. That was... 
so cute. Because part of it was totally real, and part of it was like him being a little dramatic. Okay, I've got a TikTok. I don't know what the musical is because mm-hmm. I've not seen it, but it's like what? gone viral on TikTok. <laughs> There's a lot that I haven't seen, but it's. it's Oh, she's dying over it's, here. <laughs> it's, I don't, it's like it's it's been all over TikTok and people have been like it's like the over dramatized like what if when he sees me I like a man he knows it. What if he opens up the door and I can't close it? That's totally ambassador. Like he would have such the trendiest oh, cring, cringiest TikTok page. Oh my gosh, I want to see it so bad. He would totally... He would have like a little playlist labeled May. It would be all these like cute puppies and things falling in love. And it would be like these like dramatic lyrics and like, you know who you are. Yeah. And then it would, it would actually be like labeled like hashtag May. And then he would have a how to build a boat in the bottle. Yeah. How to build a ship for your love that you can't be with. And he would do it in multiple parts, and people would be like, is this guy for real? (laughs) How long is this going to keep going on? Uh, um, So back to Rue having his name being said by May. Um, On, like, a serious note, it really is the little things that matter the most, Mm -hmm. I think, in relationships. And I think that that's just so cute. Yeah. And when she says, like, I never gave you permission to call me wifey, I'm like, you don't need it. <laughs> the ending is that it is truth. <laughs> but see, like, so we have doubt from the last episode about, okay, so does Rusaki actually care for her? Is he mm-hmm. just pushing Katsu? Like, what's going on here? And yeah. I think the blush when she said his name, yeah. you cannot control when no. your face blushes and when it doesn't. Like, no, the blood rush, all. like, it takes a lot to figure out how to, like, I don't think yourself she to do has that. those skills. But I don't think Rusaki, it's, he's not a spy. Yeah. And he's not like a deep undercover spy that would have mm-hmm. had to learn how to do that type of thing. So him blushing is yeah. him literally being like, she said my name. I know. It's so, <laughs> much him. it's so cute. And it's just, ugh. yeah. It's so cute. Um, oh, I'm confused by my comment. Oh, never mind. That one doesn't matter. The when the ambassador blows the kiss as he's walking away. I know we're back to the ambassador, but it's just the actual timeline of when things yeah. are happening. <laughs> when he blows that kiss, oh golly, I died. This whole episode is just gold. <laughs> and then there were more hints about Daisuke's involvement with yes. the Blood King than I remember. I don't happening. remember it either. Yeah, but I also may have just, as we have discussed previously, I read. I've learned lately, lately since doing this podcast, yeah. honestly. He's got to read through the episodes slower to catch everything. I know. And I don't care about top comment. Through, yeah. <laughs> so, like, the first time reading through, I think I was reading through too fast and it just uh, didn't click. Yeah. So. Well, I think we were so focused on the relationship at the time, yeah. too. We didn't really look past it. Mm-hmm. I was so like, oh, we'll figure out when we get there. But yeah. now, like, knowing what we know about the future yeah. of the episodes, like. Which makes this read through so much better that we can yeah, fully we know to like really truly pay attention now. to it yeah also the chibis they're just so cute she's so good at chibis they're oh so adorable gosh, they're <laughs> my favorite oh. episode 35 go caitlin <laughs> <clears throat> 
Oh, it is 35. It is 35. This is our last one for this podcast episode. Really? Wow. I know. We've actually been like fairly wow. consistent in our talking lengths this time. Go us. Shocker. It only took 26 episodes to get there, but it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we always have the mo- we've had the most fun consistently from the get-go with my dear cold-blooded king because yeah. it's been a it's been a manageable amount of episodes to get through yeah, yeah. and, and also can, it's just such good memories so through yeah. with it um we're about to get to that level i think with mpl and jossie because we'll yeah. be doing <laughs> a manageable <laughs> amount of episodes we're not talking episode. about 15 at a time anymore <laughs> okay 35 here we go. We start with a scene of May and Katsu in bed together with very little clothing oh. on. Guess who wrote these names? <laughs> May was this me or was this you? Or maybe it was... This was me! It was? Oh, look at that! Because I'm pretty sure I put the I same thing. I wrote about a spicy scene. Yes! I'm pretty sure I wrote it almost the same way. Probably, yeah. We could go back and double check after. May wakes up blushing to Katsu playing with her hair, completely confused. Although it is so cute. It is When really a guy cute. plays with a girl's yeah. hair, like... I love it when my husband plays with my hair. I don't because then I have to wash my hair oh, so that it can... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and your hair is curly, so I'm sure like when he's playing fine with it that it just poofs. If I have time to like like go Do hop in the shower like... and like fix my hair mm-hmm. back yeah. because I don't like going out in the morning with a wet head of hair because it's yeah. just feels very middle school like I took a shower today. Yeah. <laughs> and it, my hair is so thick it literally takes all night for my hair to dry. Mine does too. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. 35. <laughs> we jump back in time to 14 hours earlier. May That's has nervously... amount of time. <laughs> May has nervously arrived for the banquet that she knows nothing about. She sees Ryu in the Blood King mask. Burger King. With Katsu beside him and her family kneeling at their feet. May goes to kneel beside her family and Katsu reads from a scroll on behalf of the Blood King. Burger King. <laughs> he says that they are there to honor, honor the sacrifice of Daisuke and they are posthumously promoting him to general for his sacrifice to save his men. The banquet begins, but May is still really confused about the situation, but is glad to see her parents so happy. In the background, Hayashi is watching May, and he adds some powder to a drink. A cane asks what he is doing, and he tells her that sometimes fate needs a little push, and this makes women more receptive to fate. Barf. Actually, uh, it means you should go to jail. Uh, basically. Or, um... Other and this just solidifies all of the <laughs> negative thoughts we have ever had about Hayashi. Yep. Period. <laughs> this is a statement. There is no opinion about it. <laughs> we do not like him. At he all. He sucks. <laughs> also, my first note about when they woke up is like, Cat, Katsu's, he's got a smirk on his mm-hmm. face. He's, he's got a little devious he grin. He's not unhappy about the situation. He is pretty satisfied that he yeah. has woken up in bed. With May in it. With very little clothing on, all snuggled up. <laughs> I 100% forgot about this, too. So, the opening for this episode, I was freaking out. I was like, even for a reread. Did I skip one on accident? Yeah, I was like, what <laughs> And then happened? I got to the 14, I was like, oh, I remember I this. But then I had to scroll back to the top, because I was like, okay, I did not fully appreciate mm-hmm. anything that happened yeah. here, because I was freaking out so hard. <laughs> but then also, then it jumps to the banquet. Mm-hmm. And this is where my social anxiety kicks in. Same. Yeah, that's what like... my second comment was about, too. <laughs> it's like, okay, so was she supposed to make a dramatic entrance? Did no one tell her what time she could get there? Yeah, like, the Did time. no one tell her should she stand with her family? Like, yeah, just, like, 
tell a girl when you show up what you need to wear Once again, and what you're doing. Once again, people are keeping information from May that is relevant to specifically her. I feel like this is slightly different, though, because it, it is. is about an event that she's supposed it to be It is, yeah. but she's also still the fiancé of the Blood King. Is she there as the fiancé? Is she there as, her, yeah. as the sister to the man they're honoring? And not telling her what the expectations are for her, like, actions mm-hmm. there. Like, that's just asking for trouble. Something right. is going to go wrong because I mean, someone did not provide adequate I mean, she's got enough social awareness and she doesn't yeah, have social anxiety <laughs> like we do. Um, and so she she goes and kneels with her family and it's apparently mm-hmm. the right thing because um, Katsu's not like, get up here. <laughs> Probably be rude. He'd be like, well, he, I was he's, pointing at He's in the Blood King mask, so he'd have he to be more reserved. He'd be like pantomiming in the background. Oh, yeah, that, or he'd totally walk over and be like, Can I wave you? <laughs> you know, just take my arm. I'll like, escort you take over. Take my there. hand. There's a world from? I need to know. That's Tarzan. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah, I don't really watch that one either. <laughs> That one the makes me cry, so I avoid it. Reference the more I realize that I'm just like an uncivilized heathen. Who okay, doesn't watch which movies. is funny. Normally, I am the one that um, is uh, the. You haven't seen that, and you haven't seen that one either, because there's a lot of we just didn't watch movies growing up. Yeah. So I watched would, Disney movies. Uh, yeah, and we, <laughs> pl- we had a limited pl- number from there. of VHS tapes for Disney movies, and I have, like, a strict rule about movies where if it's a sad movie, I don't watch it. It's like, there is enough <laughs> depressing stuff out there. I'm it's like not the Fox and the Hound. I love that movie, oh, but I will <laughs> sob my eyes out every time she leaves Todd in the forest. Once, and then I was like, I will... Never again mm-hmm. watch this, especially now that I have my first pet. We have a dog. It is my first pet ever. And the thought of watching that movie now with a pet mm-hmm. that I dearly love, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And then Tarzan. That's why I don't watch Old Yeller. Oh my gosh. That's no, why. Yep, no. No. Because of Winn-Dixie. I didn't watch that, but... Oh, I didn't watch it, but we had to read it in school. Different, we didn't read it. Yeah, we had to But read we it. had, where I used to live in Florida, there were lots of Winn-Dixies, and oh, I was I very prone to nosebleeds as a child. <laughs> very prone yeah. um, to where they would happen when we were just out in public, and we oh, have to, like... That sucks. And it, it ends up... Because there's no way to prevent, especially yeah. with a child, prevent oh, yeah. My making a mess. Oh, all the time, too, um, yeah. And so I had a nosebleed in a Winn-Dixie once, and it's kind of scarred me from ever watching her reading because I just have traumatic nosebleed experiences in Winn-Dixie. Speaking of traumatic experiences and, like, terribly sad stories, I have this, like, distinct, horrible, traumatic memory of being in the fifth grade, being in one of those, like, portables because we had, like, too many kids for elementary Mm -hmm. school. So the entire fifth grade class was in portables. We're sitting there. It is English language arts, and we are reading a story, and it's called 1,000 Paper Cranes. Have you read this? That sounds familiar. It was read to us over the course of many days in our English class. It starts mm-hmm. out where it's like, if you, they're telling this girl, if you can fold a thousand origami paper cranes, you can make a wish, it'll come true. Is this like the blue shoes at Christmas? Probably. It was after, I think, Hiroshima. She has cancer. Her wish for the thousand paper cranes is to be healed. And you want to know what happens? She, she dies. <laughs> she does not make it to the thousand paper cranes, and she dies. And I was crying in the back of that classroom because I was like, "She's dead." And everyone's looking at me like, "I'm sorry. Like this is a book. This is school. Like why?" Are you? And I'm like, my head is like in my arms. I'm like trying to show his little face while I'm like wiping snot off of my face. This is where like reading, I feel like, gives you so much more empathy and like. 
a, like ability to relate in different social situations than maybe mm-hmm. would normally happen. Yeah. Because, like, my husband has never really cared for reading much Same in general. And, like, we'll be friends. watching a movie and I'm, like, like tearing up. And mm-hmm. he's like, it's just a movie. I'm like, but things like this really happen. Yeah. He said, yes, but this is a movie. I'm like, but things like this I really happen. I cannot make the differentiation. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it's um, the book we read in my class was Bridge to Terabithia. So oh, I death. read that one on my own. But yeah, yeah, more death sucks. No, it sucks. <laughs> Anyways, there's not been um. Well, there has been death, but yeah, not yeah. actively in the yeah, timeline of the in comic this funeral celebration. <laughs> so, but it. I mean, it's really like one of those. It's like a celebration of life where it's really it's sad, yeah. but it's also got an overtone of celebrating this person's life. Yes, and honoring this person. I was so glad that is, they did this. Yes, it and meant it's so much to her family. You could tell her, her father was so touched. Yeah, and then it meant so much to him i loved it because i feel like men especially in like cultures like this it's mm-hmm. not a it's kind of frowned upon to show emotion yeah and her dad's still letting the tears fall mm-hmm. and that's such a, a big deal yes and it shows how much daisuke i mean of course the child's gonna mean a lot to you but mm-hmm. like just just how much of an impact that that had on him that they would honor him this way yeah it's it's great and then we get to hayashi and the My piece of poop was just barf <laughs> but yeah i totally forgot that he drugged her as well i'm reading yeah, your comment my comment was all caps i forgot he drugged and, her the yeah, piece of poop and i totally forgot about this too um and of course he hasn't done it yet but that's because we've not gotten to that one because yeah. we're ending this episode it's in the like middle of a, a plot point. i know it's kind of a good place to end it actually so i think we finish it out in the next one so yeah that'll be fun it will be fun well resolve we toast get the resolution. And <laughs> toast and hayashi trucking me all the good things. <laughs> I was going to start it recording while you were singing again. You keep outsmarting me. I didn't even see what you were doing that. I just didn't have another line. I was line trying to, to be up. really sneaky and like hit the record button in the middle of you singing. And I miss it every time. Help! <laughs> we got a clink. We do. Thanks. Oh, that was a good one because we our both of our cups are empty. And we very enthusiastically clinked. <laughs> Clink. Well, thanks for tuning in for this chaos like disaster. Like in because there's no radio signal. This is just streaming over the interwebs. Oh, we hope that you had as much fun as we to did because chaotic we episode. are laughing so hard we are sweating ferociously <laughs> right now. But thanks for joining us, and we'll. See you next week. Oh, with... we forgot to do this with oh. the last one. But shout out to Lifelight for helping oh, yeah. us with um with <laughs> not having to pro- being able to still procrastinate with our notes. So oh yeah, I forgot. Just... <laughs> we put this in the last one, and then yeah, you're like, we're just wait, like, we haven't cleared it with Lifelight. Gonna yet, vaguely, vaguely include this. We We've it. gotten some assistance to help out with yes. our reading and our. Instagram reels and yes. slash that also get posted TikTok. Just but, like everything. You know. Lifelight's so, amazing and yeah, gave us permission yeah. and the ability to yeah. do some stuff. She's given us some assistance yes. and we, we are very appreciated that the author amazing. of this comic is like fully on board I with know. us fangirling and it is so cool for even us. Even is okay when thing. we derail about toast. Yes. <laughs> I hope you enjoy our toast discussions. What are we talking about next week? Um, Jossie. Jossie. Oh, it's the finale. Yes, and you're reacting I live. Know. So it's going to be a much, 
like shorter episode Probably number. Not. Well, I mean, like number of episodes we'll be discussing is shorter than normal mm-hmm. because, because we're I think going up to the end of the first season. Yes, because it'll only be like three or four. I'm gonna be evil and make Jennifer have to wait. <laughs> but the nice thing is, is that means I only have to take notes on like two episodes before I come to your house, and mm-hmm. then I will be reading it, and then you're Very gonna true. capture my reactions live. Yeah, I hope I'm gonna have as to put my notes for the last be. one. <laughs> I think you're going to have some opinions. <laughs> oh, inter- okay. I will have opinions. There we go. And it's oh, it's getting so good. I'm so excited to when, like, we get into the second season. Yeah. And, like, I'm hoping that this results in you loving the ship. I don't <laughs> like know. We'll I see. Do. Because it's, it's, oh, it's just where it's at now yeah. and everything. It's, oh, I can't say maybe much. Maybe I will be converted. We'll see. Hold out <laughs> on that hope and listen to the next episode. <laughs>